Thanks for joining us. Jared, back to 2022 mm. with Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I was actually a bit surprised to see this one in the cinemas here. Yeah. And it hasn't had a lot of... You know, it's not like it's Top Gun Maverick or anything like that. Yeah, to be honest, I think it's gone. <laughs> 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 so, so Fuck it, hell, we must have got real lucky there. Well, we were in pretty early and it was, what, it was four people in our yeah. session, including us, so I'm not going to... I don't think it's... I don't, <laughs> don't think it's a hit. It's not on Top Gun's hammer. But bodies, 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 we'll get to that. What have you been watching, though? Uh, a little bit. Still working through the Harry Potter series How's with that the going? kids. Look, we've we've watched everything bar the last two parter. Right. So we've got the last two movies to watch. So we see a Harry um, Potter. Oh, a little. I mean, it's enjoyable in parts, and I think some bits of the series are actually quite scary for the age group. I think you've got to be a real aficionado of yeah. the Harry Potter universe. I don't mind it, but there's just some, some things I question story-wise. Like, you know, they talk about the Mary Sue characters. Well, fucking Harry Potter's right up there. Like, in terms of... We talk about Luke Skywalker being the, the you know, the little the, the farm boy who, who's got no real skills or whatever, but manages to be the one to land the impossible shot and all that sort of shit. Harry Potter's a bit like that. and But there's also... All, it's never he never really feels in danger. There's always even when he is actually in danger, someone just happens to be around. Yeah. So I find it a little testing from that perspective. But the kids are enjoying it, so mm. I finally got around to watching Bone Tomahawk. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, it was fucking very creepy good. As shit too. Very good, very creepy. Love the interplay between the characters. Really surprised by Matthew Fox. I thought yeah. he was excellent. Yeah. Russell was typically good in that gruff western kind of. Is it um, um, Patrick Wilson? As Patrick, well? Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Really and the cast. old bloke. The old bloke kind of steals the show. The yeah. guy I can't remember his name, but he's the guy from bloody um, Cabin in the Woods and that sort of shit. Oh yeah. Um, oh, not Richard Jenkins, is it? Yeah, Richard yes. Jenkins. Yes. He's quite funny. Yeah. Like he just keeps spouting this shit. That he's uh, yeah, you, you, quite, quite amusing. But then when it all comes into play it's yeah like you said it's quite brutal and quite yeah, yeah. nasty nasty it, it manages that that kind of scary western kind of yeah I really enjoy mix it. of genres pretty well went back to one of your favourites Don't Breathe classic yeah look I really like it other than a couple of untidy no but aspects I, that I actually said to my wife the other night we really should watch it because I enjoyed it it's just that, that that stuff at the end is just oof. in terms of the home invasion it's, it's stuff. Good. It's fucking excellent, yeah. and the action stuff is great. Stephen Lang is excellent. Hey, he's excellent, yeah. And it's really well directed. I didn't pick it up like the first time around. I obviously enjoyed it and felt it was it was well done. But there's stuff inside the house that that is really good at actually laying out where you are and what's where. <laughs> so that's Have you seen the sequel? Cool. I watched the sequel. Is yeah. it any good? It was okay, but. It, it was even more out, outlandish. Like, a couple of things that are, are going on are just outlandish. It's reasonably easy to kind of... Is it directed by the same bloke? Points. No, but I think he had a heavy involvement. And the guy that directed it, I can't remember what he did, but he had an involvement in the first first film. I can't remember the, Maybe it was D- like DOP D- or something D-S-S. like that. But it was okay. It was worth a watch. The other one that's, that's consumed my time is I finally found Ginger Snaps to purchase. Oh, I got the trilogy. The on, trilogy on DVD. Yeah. So I watched the I've watched the first and second. So first one, 
I remember not really liking it that much. Mm. And I was right in the wheelhouse. Like, that, that was when I was watching a lot of that stuff. Really liked it this time around. Yeah. Like, really liked it. Okay, what about um, the sequel? The sequel is surprisingly good. Ah, here we go. It's not as good as the first one, and it's more sort of straight down the line. But the real winner is... Three. It's got... No, I haven't watched three yet, but the real winner is Tatiana Maslany is in it. Oh, is that the girl out of She-Hulk? She-Hulk. And I... She'd been on the periphery. I I barely even knew who she was when she, she scored... She Hulk, like they kept talking. Oh, she's she's got the role. Like, she great, was in, she's um, a really good actor. She was in things like Orphan Black. Black and, yeah. No, I haven't watched it, so I'm saying like, she's on the periphery of the stuff that I had seen. I hadn't really the seen the shite that you are. Yeah, the shit that I watched. She's <laughs> not going anywhere near on the periphery. She's a quality up. actress. Her agent's <laughs> hanging up before they get the second word out of the title. But yeah, so it's funny that I'm watching She Hulk. That's the first time I've seen her, and then all of a sudden. Here she is. I'm like, oh shit. She was really young in this, but she's fucking excellent in the mm. movie. Mm. Um, so you got two really good actors in her and Emily Perkins, who surprisingly hasn't done a whole lot lately. No, but I, I think she's she's very good as well. So okay. And I I just thought the movie was like I said, it's not nowhere near in the in the realm of the first one, but I would certainly watch it again as an enjoyable little horror kind of entry. Okay. The third one I'm, I'm yet to watch, but I'll, I'll report back on that shortly. Right. Other than that. A little bit of TV fare, obviously, keeping up on She-Hulk, so I'm, I've watched the, the current episodes. It's kind of fun, but I'm just sort of, at the moment, it's it's not blowing me away. I'm kind of just watching it out of habit rather than kind of really looking forward to it every week. Ah. House of Dragon, on the other hand. So I'm, I'm actually a couple of episodes behind on that. I'm up to episode four, but quite enjoying that. It's so funny, I might, piss, <laughs> might upset some people here. But every time I think about Game of Thrones and all that stuff, I always think to myself, I really need to watch this because everyone's watched it. And then I see snippets of it and I just go, looks fucking stupid. I I walk away from it immediately. No, I think... think I'm not a fantasy guy. Game of Thrones especially is worthwhile. Well, it's not even that. It's not even... I didn't even find Game of Thrones that steeped in the fantasy Mm. elements. It's not in the same realm as something like Lord of the Rings. It's it's no. just the human drama. It's more like the the politics of it all. So and, you enjoyed and, the sex? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, fuck that never hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just I just enjoyed the the interactions between. And it's one of those shows early on, especially. It was just you couldn't let yourself get really tied up on a character because well, you they just never got and they were just going to get fucking. Killed, <laughs> okay. which was which was. I appreciate good. that. I think I reckon you would enjoy Game of Thrones. It's if the fantasy element is what's putting you off, then it's it's. Every time I see a dragon, I go. Ugh. Yeah, but the dragons are barely in it. I mean, this is called House of the Dragon. You see the dragons, and occasionally they're on the dragons when there's a bit of like an action sequence going, but it's very rare. It's more interactions with people. It's more people, you know. Backstabbing, um, backstabbing, backstabbing. I mean, if it was Survivor, you'd hear about the fucking blindsides to the blindsides every every <laughs> second week. But yeah, I, I I'm quite liking it so far. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's also I haven't got to the point. It is a sequel, is a prequel. What is it? House of the Dragon is a prequel of to Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay. That's everything. That's everything. Okay. I started the Dharma Monster, the Jeffrey Dharma story, which mm. is a fucking strange title. Um, but. Ew. Uh, it's really well made. Yep. It's Ryan Murphy, I mm-hmm. think. It is. Really, really well made. Really well acted. 
uh, guy called Evan Peters. Mm-hmm. Didn't know much about him, but he's fucking spot on. Oh, because what? He doesn't fucking show up in the direct that you're watching either, does Correct. He? <laughs> he's too highbrow for this little pop I'm watching. But <laughs> he's really good and has a, a slight resemblance to Dharma. Yeah. Um, and once they get him in the, you know, the, with the, the blonde hair and the glasses and everything, he does. And he's, he, he's obviously worked really hard on the accent. Yeah. It sounds very much like him. Well, I know him from the, the X-Men stuff. Yeah. And obviously the crossover now with, with... They crossed him over into WandaVision. Oh, did they? So, yes. So, uh, and Richard Jenkins is actually in that too, as um, hmm. Dharma's father. Yep. Uh, not bad. Look, oh, not for the fate of heart. I mean, even though they don't graphically showcase things, yeah. I mean, this guy is just... You need a fucking team to work out what what was wrong with him. Yeah. Like, he, he is not a garden variety serial killer. Like, no. He's not a BTK or a fucking Ted Bundy or whatever. And didn't seem to have the... the like the trauma as well. There was certain things, but not as much of like the trauma background. No, but also, some of this. you know, they had sexual interests and stuff like that and dominating and all that stuff but he had a swag of really weird things yeah, yeah. And, and this whole idea that he wanted to drill into people's heads and put fucking acid yeah, into yeah. them and turn them into like zombies that, that he could lay and with I, like look, fuck mate this, this is this is pretty much why I haven't watched it yet is because I know and by the way a little bit about in a couple of weeks Netflix is releasing conversations with a killer Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer and I, so, look, I don't delve too deeply into a lot of that stuff, but I know some of the shit that he was up to, and I don't know... It's not that I don't think it, it's it's a well-made bit of work or whatever. No. A lot of people's interest in it is, oh, who is this guy? It's mm. based on a true thing. I, I don't know who he is. I've heard a little bit about him, and I know, know enough of what he did to kind of think, yeah, I'm just going to give this a bit of an arm's length. And mm-hmm. Be not, careful. I don't want to jump into it. Put it, it that way. Be careful, and it might even be worth, like for a lot of people, the documentary might be more in their wheelhouse because mm. you're actually hearing from him. But quite frankly, I mean, I you know, I know my true crime. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's probably the worst of the worst. He's pretty. He, he's, he's probably pretty the worst, bad. I think, because just just psychologically, we're talking about someone fucking so out there. It's not funny. Yep. Cobra Kai season five knocked it over. I really feel like we should have ended it there. Yeah, like, look, I, I read something online saying that, that the reason for the sixth season is that they will bring back Hillary Swank, and that will tie everything together. Well, that's about the only person left that hasn't exactly. been up. So, And it would not surprise me that she would turn up now, yeah. because it's so popular, and the fact that she she's, she's no longer... Well, she's got time. She's probably got time, and I'm not saying Hillary can't get work. I'm not saying that. But it was probably ten years ago that she was, you know, two-time Oscar winner, you know, making prestige products. She may not, she, you know, she, now, now they approach her. a little deep in there. No, but they, now, now, they, now they approach her and they say, you interested? This is fucking the hottest show on Netflix. Yeah. She goes, yeah, of course I'm interested. So I could see her turning up, and I could see the fact that they spent some time perhaps hammering out a deal with her. Mm-hmm. And then they'll let us know that she's going to return. Yeah, that was the only the only thing that I was thinking is that yeah, that's that's it's the only person they've really got left to go to. Because I feel like was Crease involved in four? In no, the, no, I don't. No, the next Karate Kid or whatever it was. No, because to me, I just can't get and it, spoilers. 
Yeah, yeah. Spoilers. I just can't get across the fact that we're back to Greece. Yeah, look. The, I felt as like I said to the you, ending of that last episode, the start of that last episode, was the perfect way to cap him. As I said to you, I feel like... The only reason that it went... To, and they could have done this in Season 5, I feel like. The only reason that they've they've brought him out again is because it's like now... What was happening this season was exactly what I expected. They were Everyone's all united, finally. Yeah. Everyone, on that, on the, uh, everyone on the side that needs to be on that side is united rather than this faction of Cobra Kai and yeah. Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do. They're all on the one side now. Yep. And so... It was the last thing to happen was everyone to unite against Crease and Silver. possibly Silver. But yeah, when when that was what what came out at the end, I was kind of like, uh, here we go again. I've yeah. kind of had my fill of Johnny Crease in those four in those first four seasons. Yeah. So yeah, I don't love the fact that that's where they're going, and I hope that the, this season is the last one because I feel like even though I'm feeling that way out of season five, I still enjoyed it. I still got yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Even though I got exactly what I expected. Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't, you know, don't make me come off as being ungrateful to the no, show. I don't I thought, need to do that. You can do that all by I yourself. I do that very well <laughs> I, I felt that, yeah, it was still very enjoyable. Yeah. And I raced through it. But I feel exactly but like... But I feel like we're, we're now we're covering the, the same ground. Yeah, we are. And as I said to you, I think they could have avoided that by possibly having Miguel in Mexico for a little longer. Yeah, that A, could have been Miguel in Mexico for longer. B, put some emphasis on Tori. Like, I, I have real interest. felt inter- like there was supposed to be. I feel like interest, there's real interest in Tori. Yeah, it felt like there was supposed to be, but then it But then they just the kept way. shifting away they from her. They kept going to Samantha, who I was just like, oh, oh fuck, yeah. She's wet. I mean, <laughs> well, she's fucking, she's just a drip, you know, like her and Daniel, too much of them. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, and they're really kind of bland. Yes. Yeah, I. I hear you. Which, which I feel like you, you steer clear a bit. You push them back into the background. But if they do bring out Hillary Swank for the final season, mm. then I, I, I will say, okay, you've you've encompassed the entire film series. It's got to be a reasonably large this. role, though. Yes, like yeah. shoe, that's why I'm thinking. Can't just be a, can't just be an Elizabeth uh, shoe type of cameo. But Elizabeth shoe made sense to be a cameo. Yeah, she made sense to be a cameo. But if you're gonna Roll this film in, and you're going to get Hillary yeah. Swank. You probably want it to be a bit yeah. larger. So that's why I think, that's why I was, I'm going to surmise that they they hammered out a deal with her that means that you know she will be there for the series, not Let's hope so. just once or one or two episodes. What else did I go to? Fucking hell! I went to the cinemas. I went to the cinemas, Jared, and I saw Fall. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Just shit. Like yep. just crap. I did and, hear similar things. And which is as why I said I'm to Cassie sort of on Mal, and was in there with my wife, and just a couple of times I just turned to her and I said, So why is this? Why are we not doing this? You know, like, it's just one of those movies that's so frustrating. You're trying to create this idea of survival in what I thought was kind of a cool, cool survival element. You're stuck up at the top of this fucking tower, you can't get back down. Yeah. But. They just constantly go away from the elements that you think you do. And they keep having this fucking vulture as kind of like <laughs> this vulture swinging past to try and get you because you're dehydrated and you're dying up there and the vulture's waiting for you to 
cock it. Yeah. I'm just like, what a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Look, I, it's... It was terps. It was always going to be tough. Yeah. Because it, it puts you... It's in the realm of something like Buried. You can't go anywhere, so you better have some interesting shit going on between the two characters. And, Jared, let me throw this at you. That sort of film, 85 minutes. 85? No, 85... At maximum eighty five. I think it's seventy five. <laughs> if you can, if you can get, give me seventy five, and and just squeeze out every last drop of tension, yeah. then I'm happy. Yeah. This went for fucking a hundred and seven minutes, too, and I'm just like, what long. a bunch of crap! Like yeah. you don't spend that much time there. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, there was one tense moment. So you're up on top of this massive fucking tower. It should be super tense. Yeah, yeah. You know, any minute you could trip and you could slip and fall off it. Yeah. But nah, it was just garbage. Yeah. And it had this ridiculous twist that involved a stupid thing we had to have at the start, involving one of the girl's husbands dying in a fall. Yeah, right. And then we twist to something midway through, and I'm just like, oh my god. What are we doing? Yeah, look, I'm not rushing to avoid it. Even when I saw that, so so when I saw the premise initially, I was like, I always get a little nervous about those buried type ones. Yep, like I've seen a couple of them, and I've seen a few of them done reasonably well. And then others that they require a lot. They require a lot to work. They also. When I saw that, I was like, okay. That's my first concern. My second concern was you got to give me a really good reason why these two idiots are up there. Yeah, and it wasn't <laughs> at all. Then, oh, you look, you know, I'm, I'm from Dangertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, and by the way, 51 weeks... Look, I, I'm going to spoil this. No, I'm going to be a real cunt and just spoil half of this. No, but, no. Well, I don't... I, I, no, just I to start... you don't spoil No, no, just to start bit. Obviously, as I said, the husband died. Yeah, yeah. And this, his, his wife has not climbed on anything... For a year, she's been drinking piss and not, you know and wallowing for a year. Along comes Dangertainment and goes, "Yeah, I really like to climb this. I really need you up there." And I'm thinking, "You're rusty. Yeah. <laughs> you need six weeks minimum to get fit to yeah. get up this thing." And it's just bullshit. It's just crap. Mm-hmm. Avoid it. Although it may come on Amazon Prime soon. Jared, you might be. Yeah, well, I'll check it out. Of course you will. And I'll fucking skip 10 seconds here and yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> speed things up a little yeah, bit. It was 107 minutes. 107 minutes. Like that is fucking criminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are robbing me of my life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's, you should start a class action with the other with the other four people that watched it. <laughs> uh, you know what? She was pretty fucking packed. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, why would you want to go and watch something good? <laughs> I thought it was the only thing on. So I think people just said <laughs> But, look, avoid it at all costs. Like, I really just Whenever you say it. that, you know I'm going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you fall into the trap every time. Yeah. But it was bad. And the other thing I finished with, we watched the first two episodes of Devil in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Not bad so far. It's got a sort of an exorcist vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that type of thing. Yeah. Oh, not too bad so far. Yeah. I think it's only six or eight episodes. I think. So it's a limited series. Hmm. I'm like a... Um, whenever you say that, I'm like a fucking rat that's been caught in traps yeah. a number of times, but every time I walk past one, I still say, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know, yeah. I, I get caught in that bullshit too. All right. 
that's everything for me. Now let's have a quick up or down here. Halloween ends, final trailer <laughs> released two days ago. Where, where do you sit? Obviously directed by David Gordon Green, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis starring, third in the trilogy after Halloween Kills. Yeah. Was a slightly disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> where do you stand on this thing? Well, so the previous two, we were, we were very happy with things. Now, the look of it, it all looks, Sticks, looks yes, okay. Exactly it still like looks that. like it's going to be reasonably well directed. It's going to be nice to look at. But uh, much like you, I believe, I had a I had a real problem. I had a real problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The opening, the, the opening yeah, yeah. of the trailer really sort of yeah. set a bit of a tone for me that I didn't feel like I was that keen on. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure about the sewers. <laughs> mm. and I, I said I thought it might have been a dream. <laughs> I'm more concerned. <laughs> I'm more concerned about the sewers than I should be. Uh, and as I said to you, the reason I'm concerned is if you're cribbing from Halloween Resurrection, we might have some problems. <laughs> Oh, far out. No, come on. It's got to be a dream. It has to. Why does it have I to? I don't know. I hope so. You know what? Remember, if it's not a dream, can we just unpack if okay, it's not, if it's not, a, not dream, a dream? then we've got a problem. I don't think it's a dream. He, he disappeared for four <laughs> years. The trailer lets us know. He's been gone for four years. If he's been down in the sewer living off fucking rats and shit... <laughs> I don't know if I can deal with that. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> it's clear that that kid hasn't gone that far to get in there. No. So Michael could easily have left. And why? Why has he disappeared for four years? COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the sewer's probably not the safest place to be because you're wading through everyone's money. <laughs> Bits and pieces. Yeah, what? If he's down, I'm going to say this right now, if he's down in the sewers with Dolph Lundgren's Punisher, I'm going to be very unhappy. I'm going to be really unhappy. I, I, I'm going to be saying I, I, I will not take this kind of and shit. And look, it it's like be... when we watch Michael Myers walk from fucking one side of the country to the other in Rob Zombie's Halloween too. Yeah, I mean, fuck, he was doing that. you think he was doing a charity a charity event or something. He was doing that much walking. But I... I... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, the immediate question is, okay, we've been led to believe that in this in this timeline that Myers was locked away until some idiot gave him his mask. <laughs> and then once once he got the mask back, he was just on a he was like the thing in it follows. He was just coming after, coming after Laurie. Right. So why why isn't he doing that for four years? He might be tired. <laughs> Fuck, he's in his sixties. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Rest, yeah, yeah. rest and recovery. But why the sewers? Well, that's that's the two major things for me. Why is he gone for four years, and why is he in the sewers? Because in the trailer, and I think it is just just a case of kind of amusing editing. She says he's disappeared for four years, and then all of a sudden we get a shot of the trailer. So in your head, you think. Has he been in the sewers for four years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it could be a miscommunication yeah. on a trailer situation. But even if it's not, why is he in the fucking but sewers? Also, and he appears to be... This guy comes along 
And he appears to be just kind of waiting in in wait. How many? You're going to be waiting a while because yeah. people don't just. I'll come wait and here today, past. and hopefully someone will walk. Yeah, past. maybe four years ago he stood there and thought <laughs> someone will sneak into the sewers and I'll kill them. It took four years for that to happen. Okay, hang on a second. Also, when we talked about um, the Punisher being down in the sewers, we said that that shit's pretty fucking toxic mm. down there. Yeah. And I believe the Punisher, we were talking about how his toclo bottle <laughs> <laughs> touches uh, water, he's, it's gone. So <laughs> yeah, Michael's got some concerns, although his yeah. dick is pure evil. Yeah, so that's right. Like, he's got no such yeah. concerns. <laughs> he's, <laughs> I mean, he's bulletproof. I think a bit of bacteria is <laughs> not going to hurt him too much. <laughs> well, anyone who can live in the sewers quietly for four fucking years <laughs> without requiring to come up for air is yeah. a... Is is uh, not human. Yeah, look, I, I'm unreasonably upset about this at this point because I could be totally wrong, but I just get, I'm just getting bad vibes from this. No, you're not being unreasonable. Stay out of the way, my <laughs> You don't need to be in the fucking sewer. There's other ways that you can stay off the radar that are above ground. <laughs> In Maya's case, take your mask off and we won't be able to tell you from the five foot three guy next to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a fucking dead rigger for Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, talk about getting lost in the crowd. You'll have no problems. There was only two of you and we still fucked that up. <laughs> Above ground options, go and live in the sticks somewhere. You'll be fine, <laughs> You don't have to suffer yeah. through waiting through <laughs> shit to disappear for four years. No, but I want this answer, though, Jared. Why disappear? Yeah, You're I still don't... after her, aren't you? Well, that's what we were led to believe. So I don't... That's, that's what I don't get, is that we'd kind of... I don't know. We've rekindled this. I need a new... I need a fucking good explanation for that. Yeah, so do I. Otherwise, this is... Uh, if I can't get past that early in the movie, it's going to fucking sting. It's going to sting, yeah. I mean, I didn't even get that down on the shit in Halloween Kills. It just makes me laugh more than anything. But it, this, is gonna make me, this is going to make me upset. I'm going to be upset about it. My concern is that each film has had that... That fucking thing that was just like, oh my god! Like, yeah, you know, Doctor yeah. Sartain in the first one, but it was definitely kind of quickly removed, gotten rid of. Yeah, and it was um, really still just a side, yeah, side piece that we could just. Halloween Kills. That shit on. was more front and center. Yeah, it took a large sort of twenty minute portion. Danny <laughs> DeVito in fucking Cuckoo's Nest. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that he was there was fucking trash and tragic. It was tragic. Right? Mm. But there was some really good shit in Halloween Kills still. Yeah. The, all the flashbacks to 78 and all that stuff was really cool. Big John and Little John. <laughs> That's not okay, though. <laughs> not quite there. But but you know what I mean? I'm concerned. I've got big concerns. Yeah. And I need immediate answers when the film opens. Yeah. To, to just wipe that slate clean and say to me, listen, we've got you. 
We've yeah. got you covered. We know you want an answer for this. Here is a poorly constructed answer. <laughs> yeah, here's a poorly constructed answer. He was on a wild goose chase. He got the address for another. <laughs> He's another. like the Terminator. He's wandering around <laughs> looking for six Sarah Connors. <laughs> yeah. And He's murdered a half dozen Laurie yeah. Strodes and he hasn't managed to locate her. He heard one of them was living in the sewer, which is why he's down there currently, yeah. you know, sloshing around yeah. looking for something. Her um, fixed address was occupied yes. New York or whatever. I'll tell you, I'll tell you there's a, there was a small detail that makes me... Oh, hang on. So you've seen detail. something in there. I saw something in the trailer. Okay, here we go. He pulled a knife out of the wall, like out of a little crevice in the wall. That says to me he's making a fucking... He's, he's, he's leaving his belongings down there. He's, he's what got belongings? crevices. <laughs> well, his knife and his mask. He hasn't got me. But why does he need a fucking hole in the wall to store his knife? I don't know. That's why I think it's supernatural. Well, you That's said you thought it was a dream. Yeah, well, it's a dream, but it relates to supernatural elements. But who's, who's the bloke that's dreaming? The young kid, because I believe yeah. he's involved in some way about he commits a murder or something. I I read the synopsis and it mentioned this kid, and I'm thinking, all right, maybe he's having a dream about it. If he is, that's going to suck too. But yeah, I know, but not as much as me. Michael's been living in the sewers for four years. Yeah, as you said, that, when we saw the trailer, we thought it was a fucking... He's looking for Pennywise in there. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I mean, what what are we doing? Get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, those things are off limits. Yeah, <laughs> those yeah, yeah. are off limits. There's a lock on that for a reason. <laughs> <There's something laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Fucking city municipal workers will tell you not to go down there. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. hey. All sorts of shit. Could be alligators yeah. down there, you don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Watch your movies and you find out there's fucking large alligators living down there, you wouldn't go down there. No. All right. That's the end of that. I'm giving it a... Okay, hang on. Sorry, we haven't finished that. Is it an up or a down for you? It's enough. I mean, I'm slightly, slightly above middle. I'm up. I mean, fuck. We're gonna go there first night. We're gonna be having our Halloween ends t-shirts on. Yeah, of like course. That. The sixty dollars. Sixty. Fuck. You get off light, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking exchange rate is killing us at the moment, isn't it? What is it? Twenty bucks for the dollar or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. We, we get absolutely screwed. We absolutely screwed. The dollar. We're going to be wearing the the priciest t-shirts. If only you know, if we didn't love fright rags so much, I know. Have to say no to that, but of course, when I saw the t-shirt, I'm like, shit! I'll oh, take eighty take bucks it. for that. We go in Ragland, aren't we? Yeah, yeah Ragland. Yeah. I'm sure my wife will be fucking very impressed when I come home with. Something that costs like a hundred dollars and it's just a t-shirt. That's all right. But then again, I just say that's when you say, "Oh yeah, it cost me thirty. Yeah, that's what I say. I got it, got it on a special. Yeah, like fifteen. Got it on a special for ninety bucks. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. And here's the trailer for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. You guys, this is B. <laughs> Why are you guys being so weird? Are you talking about me? Oh my god. Who wants to play bodies, bodies, bodies? Our friend is dead. What do you know about Greg? Hey, nerd! He's a Libra moon that says a lot! What the f*** is going on? That would be so obvious if I were the killer. Is it you? No. Yes. No. Yes. Bodies, bodies, bodies from 2022. Directed by Helena Rajan, who directed Instinct. It's produced by Ali Herting, who produced When You Finish Saving the World, and David Hinojosa, who produced First Reformed. The story was by Kristen 
Rupian, and the screenplay was by Sarah Delap. The stars Amanda Stenberg as Sophie, Maria Bakalova as B, Rachel Sennett as Alice, Pete Davidson as David, and Lee Pace as Greg. I couldn't find any budget for it, and the box office was $13 million. The original script written was actually bears very little resemblance to the finished product. Only a few of the names are the same. It takes place during a snowstorm rather than a hurricane. It has little in the way of social satire and is much closer to a traditional slasher movie. Hmm. The script was heavily rewritten. Wouldn't have minded seeing that version too, to be honest. Yeah. Alright. What's your take? I quite enjoyed it. I think the humour is probably its best part. I think I got quite a few laughs. The idea, the, the construction of the idea is, is reasonably solid. <coughs> Some really good performances. A couple of standouts. Mm-hmm. thought the acting was really good. I think where it falls down is the actual horror elements are pretty light on. Yeah. And it's another one where it's reasonably easy to see where it's going. Yeah. I think we caught on at a reasonable sort of a reasonable point where things were headed. Mm. So trying to keep it kind of spoiler free, just where it ends up is if you if you're paying enough attention, yeah, if you're you'll paying get... attention, you you'll figure out what's going on pretty 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 comfortably, I would imagine. Yeah. What would you give it? I think I ended on a three because I, I I really did enjoy. I thought the humour was good. I got quite. Quite a few more laughs than I was anticipating. And I th- as I said, I think that was one of the stronger points of it, the, the kind of satire elements of of culture for, you know, um, younger age group today. Yep. Um, I thought some of that stuff was really funny. And, yeah, uh, we'll go into it, but I thought Pete Davidson especially got a few, few more laughs than I thought I would get out of him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, three for me. I... Like you thought the idea was was solid and reasonably well constructed, I think the performances are perfectly fine. I think that, you know, it's probably above average in the acting department. Mm. But it's just another one of these ones that fucking thinks that it's smarter than it is. Yeah. Just, it, it, and it wasn't. The simple fact is when we... If you paid enough attention, you worked out what was going on. Yeah. Um, I think the, the satire elements, they kind of got twisted up in them and really forgot to wrap it up in the story, yeah. I think. And look, maybe this is partially about the way it's been marketed mm. as a slasher as film. As a slasher, yeah. And it's not a slasher film, really. No, it's not. Really. Ultimately. And maybe that's what hurts. But you can satirise the, the genre, which I think they were trying to do. I do think they were actually trying to do that there but you've got to entertain and there are portions of it that were just fucking boring yeah there was a couple of stretches where I was just sitting there going get on with it like get on with it and when Pete Davidson go like when we 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 don't get Pete Davidson I feel things really really struggle yeah they feel I think the film struggles once he is gone it never kind of gets back to its onto its feet it felt like something like all the boys love Mandy Lane Right, this this whole idea that we're 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 smarter than the average slasher film or whatever. We're doing something different with it, and then you. But what you didn't do is entertain me. Yeah, that's. I reckon that's a reasonable criticism. So I gave it two. 
two. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I wasn't that low on it. I thought it was. It had moments. It had moments, and um, you know, I, I don't. I, we did not take no. I did. We did not take notes at the time. No. So mine's going to be pretty sort of you know off the cuff, just yeah, throwing yeah, yep. things out there. But yep. The idea of the hurricane. And the big house in the middle of the woods and, you know, they're, they're sheltering because there's a hurricane coming. And the fact that it then cuts off all your your mobile phone service and everything and, and, and traps you. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. And creates atmosphere outside. It does. And, and putting it in amongst the game setting yep. was was a fun idea. Yeah. And it's something that would have happened in a, in a, you know, an 80s slasher or something that was trying to go down that that route as you already mentioned the initial script obviously was that it was more down the line Mm. so that idea to me is is pretty solid and i think had there been a little more paid to that side of things Mm. with the satire and the humor it would have worked really well yes i agree i think it would have worked much better had they have gone that way I think the acting was is quite good. Look, Pete Davidson's never been my sort of... Like, he's not somebody I seek out mm. on film, but I actually found him to be by far the best actor. Yeah, he was he, excellent. He, 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 has a, he has a nice, comfortable sort of relaxed presence about him. Yeah. He's, he's quite humorous. He's he got was a, funny, but he was definitely... He, he was fitting the role. Really yeah, well. and there were moments where you could see he was kind of pissed off and stuff like that, and he, and he does perfectly fine in that... You know, and being that he's a comedian, he is a comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being that he's a comedian, he still manages to sort of give us a bit more roundedness to that character and showcase yeah. that at times he was pissed off and you know things like that. And he he, he does a good job with that. And I think that <clears throat> when he goes, I feel like we lose something. There's definitely something missing. I mean, we're tiptoeing around it. Spoilers. Mm. You you clearly know what we mean, what we mean by he goes. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's but, uh, you know, it definitely loses something after that. Point. And to me, it's 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 too early on. Yeah. I. That's how I felt. Personally. Yeah, yeah. I I thought <clears throat> the same thing too. The rest of the actresses and that are, are fine. Yep. What's the gentleman's name? Lee Pace. Lee Pace. He 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 had all the all the prerequisite kind of. Partially stowed, sort of, you know, a little bit out there type of character. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like that. Especially when we find him, they go looking for him and they find him sleeping in what looks to be a, I think it's a basketball <laughs> gym and he's got this fucking weird face mask on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought all that shit was kind of funny. It was. It was kind of funny. As you said, the atmosphere is reasonably, reasonably well done. Mm. Like, taking out... Uh, Extending on what you were saying about the hurricane, that obviously impacts power and things like that. So there was a couple of times where I felt like it was too too dark and lit by the, the mobile phones. And But generally, I think it works pretty well to have everyone, you know, getting the phones out, having to use them as like a torch and that sort of thing. Yeah. That stuff works pretty well. Yeah, agreed. The humour. There is a bit more humour than I anticipated. Yeah. It's not like belly laugh sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's kind of sprinkled throughout, and I think some of the satire does actually work. Yeah, especially the scene where the three girls are getting stuck into each other about, you know, their their lifestyles and what they're doing, and one of them's podcasting and one of them's 
what was he? Was there a lifestyle blog in there? Somewhere? Yeah, yeah, there was a blog or something like that. That, that stuff was all funny. Yeah, there was a couple of scenes where that worked out really well. You know, I got a few giggles when you're walking by and they're they're doing TikTok dances and then you see Greg in the background, yeah, joining yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Exactly. Like that stuff was funny, and I thought it was a strength strength of the movie. Yes, correct. I think there was more to it when those things were happening. Like you were getting something out of it. Mm. I feel once we switched to to other issues, uh, other things, it, it, it kind of goes away from that. I will say that I did kind of like some of the early going where they're accusing each other. Yeah. like, like Because they, they initially the transition from the game to exactly what they're doing yeah. is good. Yes. Yeah. And that, you know, you're working with a little bit of a kind of I don't know, there's a little bit of the thing, a little bit of clue, a little yeah, bit yeah. of those sort of those sort of elements to it, which are pretty strong for a for a time. Yes. For a for a period there that actually works well. Usually that sort of stuff I don't like because they they just start yelling at each other and yeah. you know, accusing each other. But this one takes a little bit more of the tact of well, we, you were, you were here, or you, you know, wh- how long have we known you? Yeah. You know, they, even our main character, a key character that they develop, yeah, seems to come with some baggage that you don't, that that puts her in the crosshairs. Yeah, that's right. And they also they blend some of the humour into that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's where they get into. You know, they start talking about. The girl that's doing the podcast, they start telling her your podcast sucks and all that sort of yeah. stuff. And she starts, to, you know, I've got, you need to build an audience, yeah, that correct. sort of thing. That's what I'd say to you if we started accusing you. I'd say your podcast sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah say true. It back to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And then we, and then we move back. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nothing new here. <laughs> <laughs> We've already cut no, no fresh ground. <laughs> Let's just get on with it. So, I did think a lot of that stuff was actually okay. Yeah. The fact that they were accusing each other and they were sort of pointing out, you know, you've known Greg for two weeks, you know, <laughs> or, or or a week or whatever it was. Yeah. You know, and then there's that connection between one of the girls and Pete Davidson, mm-hmm. you know, and they've been friends, yet when she turns up, he's kind of, you kind of, he's giving her the greasy a little bit, you know, he's kind of giving her a bit of a look. He's got the black eye and everything from all this sort of stuff. There was another person involved who essentially were kind of setting the scene that that person could potentially be hovering around the place. Yeah. So I, I, I dug that idea that they just trying to, early on, try to create a little bit of misdirection for you, mm-hmm. which is good. I don't know. What else you got? Speaking generally, that was most of Yeah, most that was of most the of the general really stuff. Liked. Um, there was particular scenes, as I said, with the three girls were getting stuck into each other. I thought that was funny. A couple of, couple of moments with Pete Davidson, especially when they start playing the game. Yeah. That's where they really start to ratchet up the tension, but while it's still funny, yeah. when they're actually playing the game and Davison starts getting fired up, that stuff is really good. Yeah. So, yeah, without going too too much into specifics, that's pretty much the stuff that I yeah. enjoy about yeah, it. Yeah, agreed. The dislikes. Dislikes. Again, too clever for your own good, or thinking that you're too clever for your own good. Yeah. I keep coming back to this, and I believe it was at A24 is the yeah, distributor. Yeah. yeah. They've got a, a number of these type of movies where you're just like, you, you, you're kind of trying to tell us that we're idiots. You know, like, or, or once again, we're taking the horror genre or whatever we're taking and yeah. we're, we're twisting it. 
I mean, they're we're all, making it better. I mean, we have the term elevated horror yeah. pretty much for for their studio, yeah. right? They're making a lot of it. And look, they make good stuff. They do make oh, good stuff. I'm not saying they don't. They do have a couple of these, but I agree to the point that I would say the film is clever, but it does let it slide when it comes to the the mystery element yeah. for me because I felt like it was pretty easy to pick. Yeah. But just for me, I don't, I just, I, I'm not a fan of that kind of trying to tell me that this is... This yeah, the elevated horror. The elevated horror genre doesn't sit very well with me. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of this kind of pandering or, or pushing it on us and saying, Yeah, but this is better. This is the better horror. But half well, that of it's that was exactly the problem with something like I remember Dave Franco, was it, when he yeah. made his the Yeah, the invite the, the, the or the rental, that's it. I mean I watched that and and there was interviews where him and him and Alison Bree were actually saying we love horror but this is it just better basically yeah. not not too far from their own words and I watched it and I was like it's not actually better but that's what I mean um, but my so I guess my issue is that I've got no problem with this with this elevated horror I've got a problem a little bit of a problem with the term because I think Horror's been doing that for a long time. It just didn't get credit for it for, no. for some of it. And, and, you know, I'm not talking about necessarily the Friday the 13th. And no. The and that, but there are, are movies that have done that for a long time that just went under the radar. But I look at something like, you know, just because I watched it the other day, Ginger Snaps was what, in the 2000s? Yeah. I would say that fits with elevated horror because it's dealing with dealing with real world themes. Yeah. Um, teenage teenage girls going through through, you know, changes and whatnot. Yeah. So to me, that would fit the bill, but you would never—it never got called something like that. Correct. There's, there's, you know, that's just one example that I've watched recently. But there's, there's a bunch of shit that's been doing that stuff for years. I guess. So when you use the term elevated horror, you start to. uh, I need it. It better be good. Like I always think, it better be damn good then, because what you're saying to me is, we're we're subverting expectations. We're bringing all this stuff into it, and this is going to make it better. Like Dave Franco was trying to say. But it didn't. Yeah, no. Well, the rental especially, I found that fucking... That just bored me to tears, and I didn't think it was particularly clever or... Yeah. Anyway, I, my issue with it is, and I said this to you when we were walking out, what are we actually subverting now? Because this is the norm. Yeah. A24 and places like that that are making good movies have now made this stuff the norm. Like, so which... So you're subverting which nothing, are you actually really? subverting? Because you're going back to... I mean, the Blumhouse Halloweens are really the only thing that I can think of as a mainstream slasher at the yeah, moment. Yeah. Everything else is under the radar, and you're looking at stuff like stuff like Hatchet, yeah, which itself is so far removed. So I'm like, what what are we twisting now? Because Scream has been a long time ago. Scream was Scream. The would new we Scream say? Was would it. you say that that was more of a thriller? Or a drama thriller. I would, would, I would not say it was a horror film. Well, I would put it in the category of that because I didn't find it to be particularly scary or gory or any. It didn't have those slasher elements. Yeah, it wasn't going there. And again, this could be strictly a marketing cock-up. That you're marketing it as a slasher film, but it's not. Right? It was ve- it was very far away from it. I yeah, felt. yeah, very far. So my thinking is more of a drama thriller. Yeah. And on even on those terms, fits, even on those absolutely. terms, it doesn't really 
fully hit those hit those things because it's not exactly what I yeah. call thrilling. Because at the end of the day, dramatically, it's probably dramatic. It's probably more a drama comedy. And this I, is yeah, yeah. It was more. I would I would frame it more in the comedy than than I would in the the horror or the the thriller even. Hmm. Because at the end of the day, there's not a whole lot to unravel other than the characters interacting with each other. Yeah. Other, other than their issues with each other. They're not being which, stalked or anything like you. You're not getting any of that kind of classic sort of slasher movie. And this is where, you know, what you're saying about being too clever for your own good, this is where I think it applies, is that the clever stuff, the dialogue and the characters kind of tearing each other down and that sort of stuff, that stuff is clever and is, is entertaining as hell. Mm. But it's papering over the fact that when you figure out what's going on, it, it doesn't take much. No. There's not much and twisting and turning. Once we find, once we finally get there, we're kind of a little bit like, oh, okay, you mm. know, it's just a little bit of a letdown almost when I got we got to the end. It was a bit, yeah. I felt like I couldn't really get behind the main char- character. Well, I guess become well the main, the main pair. I guess you'd call them. Well, it was I feel, really the it feels like Maria Maria Bakalova. Yeah, and it's funny, you know, you're trying to take her. She's the one out of Borat. She's the one out of Borat. Yeah, she's Borat's daughter. Oh, man. So every time, you know, you try to take it seriously, and I just kept thinking about Rudolph Giuliani and started giggling and stuff like that. But she kind of gets lost. Yeah. In amongst all the dramas between the other characters. In fact, yeah. And she wasn't as interesting. No. Even though she kind of unravels some some, some sort of, you know, deep-held things that she hadn't quite unraveled just yet... And also, she's another one where you know they're having this whole. You've only known her for a few weeks. Yeah, sort of thing. I thought that we were going to get we were going to get a bit more to her, but she just kind of gets lost in the in the people that know each other, going back and forth. There's yeah. so much going on there that there's not much going on with her, and she seems to be like to me, she's the lead. She felt like the lead, but then her girlfriend also felt also a little bit like the lead. Yeah, but then also we. Bring in the girl that had previously slept with her girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And she kind of takes up a bit of space well, for That's a what while. I mean. Everything's going on with those people and it's not much going on with her. Yes. So it's hard to, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to pick there. Well, it certainly wasn't, it was not helpful, I don't think. When no. you're trying to get, when you're cutting around a little bit and providing them all with a little bit, mm. just not, doesn't work greatly. No. Not really. And it didn't work in this case. I didn't think so, no. What else you got? As you said, there was a couple of... Well, I think we sort of mentioned it with everything else, but the the deaths and, and the kills and what was going on, they, was, they were just really un-slasher-like. There was no scares yeah. to be had. There was no... I mean, I think they tried to go for a few kind of jump scare things a couple of times, using the darkness and, and whatnot, but even that I didn't think was particularly well done. So The thing for me is I could have seen a slasher movie in that setting. Totally, yeah, um, sure. Played straight, sla- straight slasher. Yep. I think you would have got, found that there was a bit of atmosphere to mine there. Hmm. And something like Scream proves that you can make a slasher movie on a template, change the genre a little bit and, and, and do a little bit with it yeah. without foregoing the fact that you've got to entertain people. Yeah. Which, again, <clears throat> I'm coming back to the fact that I think this has probably been badly marketed because it's definitely not a horror movie. 
No, I don't think it is. So once you start realising we're not watching a horror movie, and that well, that's you know that's what I said. What are we subverting here? Because this isn't this isn't it. Yeah. So um, I, I, so I, that I, was the biggest problem for me. Yeah, agreed. I think that it, it, it the problems lay in the fact that it wasn't really horror. Yeah. And so and it wasn't definitely wasn't a slasher, even though it kind of had some slasher trappings, it didn't wasn't yes. actually a, a slasher movie. Yep. I guess the other main one, and trying to still keep it spoiler free, but where the, the twist at the end I'd sort of I'd sort of cottoned onto it. No, I wouldn't say early. No, but I was still, I was still kind of looking at definitely over halfway before I sort of started thinking. Oh, yeah, okay, it was on. probably around the halfway mark. But then you start to, I mean, in my head, I was thinking, oh, this is what's happened, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So yeah, they didn't even twist it slightly, so you're like, oh, okay, so it was very close to what I was thinking. But yeah, it was it, pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and and as I said, it was just such a letdown. Yeah, I felt like it was too. Like I felt like we had the sort of the wind knocked out of us. It yeah. was a bit like, oh man. And I think you know the, a lot of the positive reviews because I think the, the the reviews have generally been favourable. They have, yeah. But a lot of the re- reviews I read didn't really mention that. So I was kind of thinking, were you not sort of let down by <laughs> where it went? Because I felt like that was big. Yeah. Like. Uh, even with some of the other issues, if the ending was a killer, I would have been recommending it to people going exactly. to check it out. Well, I would still recommend people saw it. Yeah, well, um, I, I'm still just because said, it's I'm still favourable. It's still not. It's not. You know, it's not the standard, and it is slightly different. And it had some humour, and it had a little bit here it's and there. Definitely got a lot to offer. But, but if you if you stick the landing, I'm walking out of there and I'm jumping on the text messages to people I know and saying, "Hey, have you seen this yet?" Yeah. And the problem, I didn't do that. The thing for me is, yes, be aware that of what you you're going in for. Yeah. Because I don't think you're going in for slasher fanatics. You're not getting what you yeah you want. Yeah. Like it's not it's not that sort of move. I think that's part of the reason why you come out with this little bit of say you know hang on are you telling me what I'm watching is is shit? <laughs> but this is this is the way it should be done, well, mm. it's not, really. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I am in the camp where I would say I would have preferred to see it straight down the line if that's the alternative. Exactly, and I think that's hard when you're a slasher fan because you, you, you have a tendency to want that stuff, like in everything, everything. Like you yeah. want them to, to pull out that whole idea and just dust it off and get it in there. Yeah, but we've been very positive about movies that have completely twisted that stuff. And done it reasonably well. I just felt like this one didn't. It's a tightrope act because think yeah. about the Halloween films, the recent Halloween films. You're trying to appease the fan base, but yeah. you're also trying to go in a slightly different direction. Yeah. You're trying uh, to talk about mob justice. Yeah, you're trying to talk about mob justice by just going, <laughs> fucking, what was it? Evil dies tonight. Yeah. And a you know, small, tiny little man jumps off a. <laughs> hospital and, and, and turns into a pile of guts <laughs> you know, and then you just get a bit of chanting about yeah, evil yeah. dies tonight yeah. and that's your mob justice I mean yeah and it didn't you know it, it didn't it took until he was laying in a pile of guts for people who stood you know face to face with Michael Myers and looked you know looking at his chin yeah, yeah. before they realised oh fuck 
There's a two foot difference. So, a midget just jumped off the <laughs> hospital, did it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like getting. A, I, I know this is kind of slightly off topic, but I guess I'm saying that Halloween is trying to do that balance. It's trying to yeah, find trying to get a way to give us what we want as slasher yeah. fans, but also take Michael Myers in a slightly different direction. Yeah. And this is not always going to go down well. Yeah. Is it? I mean, you elevate the Halloween series by poorly representing gay people in there. That's that's the way you do it. Hey, well, <laughs> Big John, Little John, mate. Classics. All right, what else you got? You got anything else? No, I think, again, speaking pretty generally on this one, just trying to do it a little differently and see something fresh without necessarily picking it apart as we, as we would normally, normally do. might. All right, that is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. You can find us on Podomatic, iTunes and Spotify. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook, Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com and on Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Keep an eye on the Facebook page for details of the next film. But until then, take it easy, everyone, and we'll catch you all later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at thrillme, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.